episode number 156. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine S. Brand. Hello, hello. So I'm jumping on today (laughs) to talk about the cost of settling in your career. So I think it's important for us to really look at what the cost is of settling because the easiest thing to do is to just stay where you are even if you're feeling frustrated even if you know that this is not what you want to do or where you want to be in terms of your career the easiest thing to do is to stay where you are but there's a cost to that and I want to dive into that so I'm excited about talking about this because I think it's not talked about enough when people are considering whether or not they should stay where they are or whether they should make a move. So let's dive in. First, I just want to highlight the fact that I speak to a lot of people who say that they feel stuck, who say that they don't want to do what they're doing anymore, who say that they have been feeling stuck for a long time. But not everybody takes action. Not everybody decides to do something about it. So I was talking to a client who just came through the program. She just landed a role. Um, She's super excited about that. But before she joined the program, she was saying to me that she'd been having conversations with her husband time and time again. And he was the one who said to her, well, you need to do something about it. Because she was sharing that she was frustrated. She was sharing that she wasn't happy in what she was doing. And he said, you need to do something about it. And then she was saying, well, I don't know what to do. And that led her to join the program. But what I was thinking about when she was sharing this with me is there are so many people who are in the same position where they're having conversations with their spouse they're having conversations with their friends, they're having conversations with their colleagues, time and time again, just saying how frustrated they are, how undervalued they feel, how they don't feel like this is what they're supposed to be doing. But that's all it is. That's all it is. It's just conversations. It's conversations, time and time again, saying the same thing, but not doing anything about it. And I came across a statistic uh, last year, I was looking, doing some research, and there was a study done a couple of years ago by a company called Gallup, and they found that 85% of people were unhappy in their jobs. 85% of people were unhappy in their jobs. There's 15% of people that were happy in their jobs, but there's 85% of people that weren't. So what's the difference between the people who are the 85% or the the 15%? Those who are in the 85% category, they have the opportunity to figure out what it is that is making them feel unhappy and do something about it or they can decide to just stay where they are and ride it out and hope that things will change. And part of what we've been talking about in this series is taking control of your career. And taking control is about being intentional. Taking control is about not just hoping and sitting back and wishing that things will change, but actually looking at what is required, what needs to be done in order for things to change, in order for things to be better, in order for you to feel fulfilled in the work that you're doing, in order for you to do work that is impactful, because that's ultimately what you want to do. But here's the thing. One of the biggest things that come up for people when it comes to, well, why are you not taking action is 
fear because people will say, you know, I don't want to be doing this, I want to be doing something else. And then when someone will say to you, well, just leave, then it's like, oh, I can't possibly do that. And the question is why? Why is it that you can't? And the biggest thing that comes up is fear. Fear of failure, fear of putting yourself out there and getting rejected, fear of things not working out if you move somewhere else, fear of risking your job security. And I want us to kind of look at, or I want you to kind of look at, how are you viewing fear? How are you looking at it? Because the fear of failure is real. A lot of us experience it, but you can choose to stay there with the fear of failure, or you can choose to push past it and experience what's on the other side of that. Because if you think about anybody who's successful, any well-known person, any famous athlete, any anyone, right? If you think of actors, if you think of someone who's operating at the top of their industry, someone who is influential, someone who is a thought leader, they will have experienced failure because you don't reach the top of your game, you don't reach um, VP level, you don't reach CEO level, you don't reach heights in your career without experiencing failure. Because what happens when you fail is that there are lessons learned. So the way that I look at it is there isn't really failure, it's either you win or you learn. You win or you learn because every time that something doesn't go right, every time that something doesn't go to plan, it gives you the opportunity to learn from that and do better next time. So if you are looking at it that every time I do something, I want to succeed at it, that means that you're not looking for opportunities for growth because it's only when you fail and you figure out the lessons in that failure that you're able to grow. And that is why you have people who are in positions for years and years and years and they climb the ranks and they learn and they grow. They have experience that is different right? They have experience that is different from someone who is just told what to do, someone who um, doesn't necessarily have to think outside the box, someone who doesn't have to problem solve. Their experience is different because they've been through stuff. They've learned stuff. They've had to develop. They've had to grow. They've had to push themselves. And so that is why they're able to operate at a level where they can solve problems easily, where they can think through issues because they've experienced it on their journey. And so I want you to really think about the fact that failing isn't a bad thing. Failing isn't a bad thing. So when you're fearing really putting yourself out there and you're fearing really going for what you want, ask yourself, is that fear bigger than the opportunity for you? Like, is is, is the fear big enough for you to just say, yeah, I'm, I'm so fearful that I'm not even going to put myself out there? Or are you willing to push past that and really go for what you want? Because ultimately, if you are anything like the ladies that I speak to and the clients that I work with, you want to be making an impact in the work that you do. You want your career to give you the opportunity to help people. You want to be solving problems. You want to be operating at a high level. You want to be achieving your potential. So if that, those are the things that you want, the question is, are you going to allow fear to hold you back from really going for those things? And when I when I talk about like the cost of settling, let's talk a little bit about that briefly, right? So there's a few areas that I want to highlight that you may not have been thinking about when it comes to the cost of settling. On an emotional level, if you are showing up to work every day and you are frustrated in, in the work that you're doing, if you are feeling undervalued, if you're feeling like this isn't where you're supposed to be, the likelihood is your colleagues or your management or people around you in the work setting do not know that because you show up, you put the face on, you do what you're supposed to do, but internally you feel that. So if you're feeling that internally and you're not expressing it 
outwardly in the work setting, the likelihood is you're going to be expressing it in other areas. So that's why you'll be having conversations with dearest to you, venting about how you feel. That's why it might be coming up with your family and your interactions with your family. That frustration might be spilling. It's even more so that those tensions can really come up and you can find yourself being short with the people around you and, and just not really feeling great, partly because you're frustrated at work. Like we can't separate the impact that work has on your personal life. And so that's a cost. Like if you're going to be doing that year after year after year and feeling more and more frustrated as time goes by, know that that's having an effect on you as an individual and probably your environment around you. The other thing is, if you are like operating in a way that you feel like you're not fully showing up and not fully able to bring all that you can to the table, then that's going to have a knock on your confidence in the long term. It's going to be like, well, you know, can I really do the thing that I really want to do? Am I really able to go for these things? Am I really able to put myself out there and go for bigger projects or work on bigger deals? Because you've been holding yourself back for so long that you start to believe that you're not able or you're not capable to do the things that you're absolutely capable of doing. So that's another thing that you need to really watch out for if you are just settling and staying where it is that you are just because there's a fear there. The other thing is, is, is looking at regret. Like you don't want to be in a position where three years passes, five years passes, and you look back and you say, I wish I would have, I wish I would have, or what if, you know, when that question comes up, like what if I would have, instead of having the what if, like why not, why not try? Why not put yourself out there so you can answer that question and then you can make decisions and you can make pivots accordingly going forward. So that's a few things that I wanted to highlight, just on the emotional level, like that you might not be thinking about when you're just saying, oh, you know, I'll just stay where I am, I'll just see how it goes. It's important to have intentionality around what it is that you're doing. And then to, if you even think about on a on a financial level, oftentimes people are saying, you know, I don't want to move, I don't want to do something different, I don't want to um, take a pay cut. But you're not always looking at the bigger picture because there can be opportunity for pay increases as you move elsewhere. So for example, average person in an average workplace at the moment will get like a 3% increase on your salary every year but when you move from one organization to another and when you're able to articulate your value and the value you can bring effectively you're able to get a much bigger increase so let's put some numbers on it like say you were earning 100k a year and you had a 3% increase that would be like £3,000 that you would get increased every single year but if you were to move from one organisation to another you could negotiate a 10k increase a 20k increase and so that jump could be a lot bigger for you and I've seen that happen with clients who've been able to to negotiate a higher offer when they've moved elsewhere because they've been able to articulate their value differently from inside the organisation when they've been when they've been there for a long time so there is also a financial cost to you just staying where you are for as long as you know as long as you, you you feel comfortable versus you actually putting yourself out there and articulating your value in a way where people really see the value in what you can bring to their organization so those are some things I want you to think about if you have been just saying yeah I'm just going to stay where I am I'm just going to see how it goes it's important for you to be intentional about your career and settling isn't necessarily the right thing to do if you are having the same conversations over and over again and feeling frustrated time and time again okay so that's what i wanted to share with you there is a cost there's an opportunity cost for everything and every decision that you make i look forward to hearing from you until next time take care thank you for listening to this episode of the career change maker podcast 
If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon. Bye.